Hello, today I'm going to be explaining the end of Loki with my friend Frankie Smith. Actually, she's going to be explaining the end of Loki. Hi guys! I, I'm obsessed with Marvel, it's kind of an unhealthy obsession at this point. It is! <laughs> it is unhealthy! <laughs> um, anywho, let's get into it. So Frankie, do you want to start getting into explaining the end? Uh, oh, can I just do a refresher on the end? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we okay. need a refresher. Spoilers so, ahead. <laughs> actually, you do the refresher. Okay. This is your episode. So, um, in Loki, episode six, we see... Episode six? There's six episodes. I forgot how short all the Marvel series are. <laughs> is, is this my episode or not? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um... So, uh, in the end of episode six, we see the one who remains as the man behind the curtain. And I don't know how active you guys are on on social media and other things that allow you to be in access of, like, Marvel theories. But everybody believed it was going to be Kang the Conqueror behind the, the veil, the curtain, the one that's puppeteering the TVA. So it actually turned out that it was the one who remains, which in the Marvel comics, the one who remains raised, this is going to sound weird, he raised the timekeepers, like from when they were babies. (laughs) What? He raised them. You never told me that. It was in the comics. He raised them like little, like you know. Let's just think about an old Rickley man. Right, Rickley. That's <laughs> oh where this is. This is a weird <laughs> podcast. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, yeah, and we see as Sylvie turns on Loki because the one who remains, he he didn't know how it would turn out in the very end. He paved the way, as he mentions, he paves the way for them to come and see him and he he turns sylvie on loki loki ends up confessing his love they have a little kiss and then loki sends him off to the tva loki sends himself no sylvie sends loki (laughs) off to a pure grammar checker (laughs) type of the tva um which we'll talk about more type why i said type of tva so, yeah, I'll lead you on with the questions. Okay, so now I'm going to get to the period of the video where I'm going to ask Frankie a couple questions about her theories. So, yeah. So, Frankie, we know everybody was talking about Kang, but I'm curious, what was your Loki theory? Because I'm guessing you had a different one. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was on two paths. I was saying it's probably going to be Kang. But another theory of mine was that it, it they wouldn't put out such a big bad guy in a Marvel TV show, right? Because they want to make them, they're, they're really holding us in for the really big, big movies, right? So um, my theory was that it depended on Endgame. Uh, a lot of people found a whole bunch of Easter eggs in Endgame. And it, it's a movie with plot holes, but the plot holes aren't bad plot holes because they're probably going to be fixed and explained later on in the Mar- MCU that's coming soon. Um, but for right now, my theory was that whoever it is behind the curtain is doing a really good job at maintaining their job, right? I know, but who did you think it was? I thought it was a Loki variant. Uh-huh. And I mean, that has some evidence to back it. There actually is. So some other people were thinking it was going to be a Loki variant. 
Um, and the the reason was because in the trailer, people dissect it. People watch it in slow motion. People watch it frame by frame. They spend hours doing it. I watched it. I didn't dissect it, but I thought that Sylvie looks a lot like Black Widow, but then I checked the cast list and Scarlett Johansson was not on there, so I was heartbroken. Um, but You're talking about your theory, <laughs> not what you thought of the trailer. So. Uh, in the theory, one of the, one of the trailer one of the scenes is a picture of loki with his whole headdress on and he's doing his big smile and his big performance in front of a throne and a lot of people started calling that evil loki a variant of loki that got the throne that got what he wanted and maybe that was the man behind the curtain so what i believed in my theory was that this loki depended on endgame because all the other Nexus events have been pruned, but technically Endgame falls under a Nexus event, but I guess I should have listened to Ramona Renslayer when she said uh, the Avengers were meant to create the time heist and do all that, so I guess that was a fallen theory of mine. Yes, but it had a lot to back it up, though. Yeah, yeah, it had it had quite a lot. I'd say good work. Yeah, good work. Good work. Good work. Oh, I have the award of good work. <laughs> Okay, um, is there anything else you want to talk about with your theories? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any that you did for previous Marvel movies that didn't work? Uh, or weren't right? I started theorizing about... Theorizing, is that a word? Theorizing, yes. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I started making my theories back in... I think when I really started getting into Marvel was WandaVision. Hmm. And did you make any theories about WandaVision? Um, I made theories about like, oh, it was gonna be her grief that took it over, and oh, like I don't think nobody caught. Well, people that read the comics caught Agatha Harkness, but no one else did. Um, everybody else was thinking it was Mephisto, and probably if you look in Marvel memes, that's one of the ones that oh, everybody's thinking it's Mephisto and. But it wasn't Mephisto. We're not having the X-Men that quickly be a part of the MCU. Um, my theory had just been that it was grief, period. It's grief. <laughs> Maybe that it was happening inside of her head. Okay. Well, that's where we're going to end it now. So I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. It was a bit longer than my last one. But um, please subscribe to and follow my podcast. Goodbye. Bye.